Hello and welcome to episode 11 of season 4 of the Three Amigos FPL show. I'm Kylie, your host for today, and I'm joined by my amigos Mars and Hindu Monkey to steer this ship. Mars almost had an injury in the warm-up, but has been cleared to play, which saves you all from PJ and I devolving into madness. Welcome to the show, folks. How we doing? How we doing? All okay. We're, we're functioning. Yeah, it, you know, it could be a lot worse. Games are on in the background, so you'll have to... Yeah, I must apologise if I shout midway. It's because Liverpool have either conceded or, um, or scored. <laughs> I can't help, I can't promise not to. The sobs will be if Tottenham scores. Uh, the shouts yeah. of delight will be the other way around. Um, so we'll see. But there are three games on at the moment, so anything could happen. And these records with the um, live reactions are always a bit interesting. Anyway, moving on to the game week review. So we always have a quick look to see who the top amigo was for the week. And this week it is PJ on 67 minus a hit. Actually, we all took a hit. Um, what went well? Um, James Madison um, uh, was the uh, you know, kind of miracle performer who dragged my game week of the death to uh, to something, um, you know, approaching respectability. Uh, other than that, really, it was... It was left to my kind of trundling strike force of kind of Adams or Bamford who, who to kind of tick along and indeed have done already tonight with a kind of goal or assist, kind of never much more. But there, six million, kind of that's, that's exactly what you're looking for for most strikers. So, so really happy with them. Uh, and Salah delivered possibly the most fortuitous eight points for captain as you're ever likely to see. So. For which we're all the until you great. see the KD, until you see the KDB eight pointer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a four four pointer KDB. Uh, yeah. On records, it goes down as eight. Yeah. Um, so then, in second place uh, was Don. Actually, Don had sixty minus four, so that wasn't too bad. Um, I was on fifty. I managed to scrape to a somewhat respectable fifty three. Uh, minus a hit as well. The hit was to remove Vardy, of course, to fund uh, Salah. So we, we can imagine how delightful that whole experience was. Um, but nevertheless, it, it, it could be could be a lot worse. Uh, and indeed, it has been a lot worse this season. So we move on. Mars, you had 49 minus a hit as well. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, it was just an average, below average week, uh, to be honest. That's that's all. I don't really have, I'm, I'm not dwelling over it too much. Yeah, I, I took Vardy out, but it was always the plan because I always wanted Salah back. So, you know, yep. uh, I decided to go for a five uh, heavy midfield um, and uh, two um, budget forwards. And it was my choice and I'm fine with it. Actually, that, to be honest, the change didn't make much difference overall, the combination, uh, because I also took Jota out. Uh, but um, it's just it's annoying when you take a player out that scores. I don't think I would have captained Vardy, which is why I'll say it doesn't make much of a difference because uh, having Captain Salah, it, it, it's equal if you know what I mean. But um, yeah, it, it is what it is. Long term, I wanted uh, Salah, so yeah, uh, better, better this week so far. Uh, but let's see. Yeah, I I'd agree with that. Although uh, unfortunately for me, I did 
not get rid of Jota. So, you know, it was Brewster off the bench again. Uh, and even with that, I believe I had 10 players regardless. So because of Lamptey's uh, mysterious. Yes, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. So it is what it is. Um, we'll quickly move along to the Three Amigos Classic League. So, PJ, are you going to talk us through our standings here? Yes. Now, these are live standings, obviously. This is a, as of close of play kind Exciting. of yesterday in the rankings. Um, uh, but we have five people actually reached the 800 mark, which I have to, I have, to have a bit of a double take with because I was uh, jealous of someone earlier today who uh, who had just got over the 700 mark. So to see people here with 800 points is, uh, is a bit of a sickener. But there you go. Let's give them a call out anyway. So number five is uh, Henry's All-Stars. That's managed by Phil Smith. In fourth spot now, we have Stephen Boardman managing five by five. Uh, number three, always there, up the ox, Ben Wyatt. Uh, we now see Lewis Brown in the second spot. He's managing Brownburn Rovers. But a new leader right up at the top there is the Hotspurs. Tottenham leading both the Three Amigos Classic and the Premier League. And that's Roger Booth. Wow. Oh, well, and uh, great work to Stephen in particular there. He's a long-time listener of the pod. Uh, he's on Twitter as well. So well done, everyone. We hate you lots, and uh, we're really bad at just trying to disguise that, you know. But well done, anyway. Moving on <laughs> to other matters, right? Um, T3A Roundtable. So it's been a bit of an interesting week. We're obviously partway through uh, a game week at the moment. We've just come off the back of weekend fixtures as well. And, uh, of course, in big news, yesterday we had a bomb dropped on the community, and that's that the once just sort of West Ham slash West Brom, blank and, and double, uh, turned into a whopper blank in game week 18 with just five matches, and then the doubles to follow straight after in game week 19. Um, so now we're going to go into more detail for the planning of this in our next pod, but we're just going to cover off some early thoughts from everyone, uh, as this is obviously going to start influencing people's transfers moving forward, possibly straight away. So, Mars, what's what's your early thoughts? So my early thoughts are <clears throat> hold fires at the moment because there are still few games, that, especially the blanks from game week one, that could actually fall into 17, 18 or 19. I believe Ben has already ruled out a couple of games that can't be in either 18 or 19, I believe, uh, because of FA Cup replays. But basically, we've got the quarterfinal of the League Cup next week. And if certain teams lose, especially, you know, you've got United City, Burnley and Villa, if if these guys uh, are in the uh, lose their, their games, then they have a free midweek and their blank games could move. So we could have more games either in 18, so it means less um, blanks or 19 more doubles or even an earlier double, which is 17. So hold fires, but obviously start looking at it. So I've had, I've had a quick look and, and, and there's different ways. You know, I've always said always be flexible. So I'm looking at maybe wildcarding 17, 318, the bench boost 19, so set up my team for 19 and then move forward and worry about the future later. But when I look also at the blanks... Is that your second wildcard? Sorry, as in like play yes. your, your second yes. wildcard straight yes. away? Yeah, Bold. and set up okay. my team. I don't need to... I don't want I don't want to 
Um, if, 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 if I'm absolutely ready to play my second wildcard as soon as I can, absolutely, no problem for me. I'm not fussed about that because plenty of time to go to the later on and, and set up. I believe this is going to be the biggest double and the biggest blank. One of the things that I've learned from previous seasons, having done both with regards to free hit, is I don't want to free hit on a double game week because I end up taking out players that will then do well. So to stop me from doing that, my free hit this season is being used on a blank game week. Which one? I don't know. Either 18. That would be the most common tactic. Though. Absolutely. But I've seen people talk about free hit double game week 19. And I get it. But you are always tempted to get 11 doubles because you can't play bench boost. But there is so such good... City have a single game week. Spurs have a single game week. These are good players against a good uh, with good fixtures. So be careful when it comes to that one. Um, and quickly, the other thing that I'm thinking about is, you know, the blank. Actually, City are playing, Villa are playing, Spurs are playing. And I've got some of their players. Now, some of them, are, I think Villa are playing Spurs. So, mm, though I really want five. I've got four players now. Three Villa, one, one, one Spurs. The only other Spurs player that I would bring in is Kane because I've got Son. Um, but it's an idea maybe that I don't waste my, my, uh, my uh, free hit uh, and save it for the future. But yeah, that's, that's my kind of rough plan and what, what I'm watching for. And a quick interjection on a random note, Benteke, free-scoring Benteke of the last couple of weeks, has just been sent what? off, I believe. Uh, oh. So, red card. Roller coaster for the last oh, tonight. Lows of playing FPL exemplified here today in the performance what? of Mr. Christian Benteke. Uh, fortunately, none of us own him, and uh, we we can move on. So, EJ, what? What are your thinking? Uh, what are your early thoughts? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I didn't want to cover the same ground as Mars. I, I kind of agree with the story. I'm, I'm lucky enough to um, have uh, the small excuse for my car crash of the season so far by still retaining my wild card um, stubbornly uh, to play in kind of a kind of week 15 or 16. So having having held it this long, I will most definitely be following the Krellin route, uh, which will be the um, kind of wild card to get as basically build a team for 19 and beyond and free hitting in, in week 18. Um, and I think a lot of people will do that strategy. But the, the, the couple of things that really stand out against that strategy or kind of spanners in the works for me is, is, is Spurs. I mean, I, I'm already being punished by the fact that I don't own Son or Kane the last few weeks. Um, Spurs' fixtures in week 16 and 17 are Fulham and Leeds. So it, it's kind of it would be almost psychotic of me to play my wild card just before week 16 and not have any Spurs attackers playing, um, you know, Fulham and Leeds. And then they played Villa and Sheffield United. Those four. Yeah, but still, why wouldn't you? Can I just ask? Why wouldn't you, though? Because which, they, they've got the, they play in the blank and they've got a good fixture in. in, in the, I, know, I know we're always tempted to have as many double game weekers as possible. Yeah, right. yeah. So I, but well, well, I think my plan would be what I want to say is like so because I know a lot of people are saying okay we're we're gonna you're gonna kind of stomach kind of week sixteen and seventeen knowing that you've got all the players you want for nineteen for me that's a risky plan it's burnt me before unless you're literally wild carding into the week that you kind of want all those players for three or four game weeks um is too long it's going to be injuries it's going to be mixed yeah. up so. So I, I would definitely be having a, at least one of Son or Kane on that kind mm, of wild card. Mm. And I, I may well then have the option to transfer them out on, on week 19 if I fancy a punt and say, look, hold on, 
I think I think the thing, the thing which makes me not want to play a three hit on 19, as you say, and play a chip ultimately, ultimately bench boost or triple captain. There, there are some quality double game week fixtures in that. You know, Liverpool, Man United and Burnley at home. You know, that is prime Mo Salah, captain, triple captain territory. You know, Chelsea playing Fulham and Leicester, very good. West Ham, home, Burnley, West Brom. Leicester, Southampton, yeah. Chelsea. Leeds, Leeds, three scoring Leeds, Brighton at home, Southampton at home. And, of course, Southampton and Che Adams playing Leicester and Leeds himself. So Your triple so captain of- sorted. I, yeah, well, I think we'll probably cover off on a later pod whether I decide to captain. <laughs> I don't think you can. I don't think you have a choice, mate. I think Twitter will riot <laughs> if you don't. But I just to touch on what you said, by the way, and the reason I mentioned about Kane and Son, the fact that there's teams like West Ham, Villa, uh, Villa, Villa have a blank, but I don't know if they have a double or not. But I know Leeds do. Cheap players that are doing Villa well. Don't, uh, I don't Le- believe Villa. Park. Yeah. So you've got West Ham and Leeds. West Ham have got good fixtures as well, building up to the to the double, and leads cheap players that are delivering, <coughs> generally, um, and you can, like, that's such ideal for a bench boost. It's just, uh, you know, to fill, to fill the, to get cheap players to enable you to also have the big hitters. So that's why I was thinking about um, potentially Kane and Son for, for that run of fixtures, because, like you said, it's really good, and they have... You, you can't really knock owning them for the, for the single cup. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of budget, which is all I'd say. If you want to punt, yeah. if you want to gamble on week 19, I probably wouldn't own both. Not for mm-hmm. a single fixture. When the likes of Liverpool, um, you know, kind of like Leicester, Man United, Chelsea have got some very good, you know, kind of couple of fixtures. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Cardi, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I I'm similar and different in that um, I am looking at. Um, I don't have my wild card. I, I used it to uh, minimal success. But uh, I am looking at uh, playing the free hit uh, like you, Mars, in game week 18. I think that and, – and looking at my team, the way it is at the moment with players, I'm actually reasonably well set up uh, for the double. So obviously there are changes that I will make and that I can continue to make, but it, it, it's not unachievable for me to get there on, on transfers with a, a team that I'll be happy with. I will absolutely be bringing Spurs in for that run because I just think I'd rather change one of them, um, you know, closer to whether it's Kane or, or Son. I think it's easy to change one of them going into the double game week for someone else um, and just keep the other because I, I think you just can't can't miss them during this period. But there there are, you know, as was said, West Ham have good fixtures leading up into the double. They're very easily um, benchable for those who aren't going to play a, a chip in game week 18, um, but they'll get you through this period. So I think it is really possible, given the cheap teams on offer there, to start making transfers to build up towards uh, 19 without wildcarding, depending on the current state of your team. But, the, you know, there's there's plenty to to do there. And I think you can have a good team that's not, like, insanely expensive because yeah, obviously yeah. the creeps that you want. Yeah, there's some, good, there's some good cheapies in the, in, in the yeah. doubles as well. I think if I could just make one more point just about 18, because it's like on paper it's not a – it's not a none of those fixtures kind of really really kind of kind of stand out bar bar maybe one and I think the 
if you look at how well the casuals have done this week, uh, this this season so far, obviously lots of people already own Villa players, Son, Kane, like we spoke about already. Probably have some Everton players as well in there. So that's five or six. Uh, players and a lot of kind of of the more kind of casual kind of teams who will be set up for game week 18 so some of those might easily be able to field eight nine ten players and and probably won't use their three here now i think the, i think game week 18 is going to be made made or broken by manchester city they have brighton at home and that is you know how far do we gamble man city have let us all down this game week again they've let many people down this season um and not in good form but a triple a triple up gamble on Manchester City attack or you know on Manchester City players, none of the kind of more casual kind of non free hit crowd are going to have probably anyone other than maybe KDB and they might even take him out because City are out of form. They play Everton and Chelsea away, so I think I think that's going to be a very interesting one. Of are the the free hit crowds? Do they look at that and think you know what? Fuck it, I'll gamble. I'm going to go. Foden, Torres and, you know, Aguero and really roll the dice. And some people are probably going to be rewarded <laughs> with that. Yeah, yeah. But, I think, yeah, yeah. things will change between now, between now and 16, which I think when you need to make a decision, I think there'll be some changes and we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, early thoughts are good. OK, and we have a quick question from our friend Morpheus Fire. So... Actually, it's not very quick. He's covered a lot of bases here, but we'll run through them. Um, so first up, Aston Villa. Do we just triple up now, wait and hold until they've got a truckload of fixtures? Well, I would say no in the grander sense because um, obviously we've now got other ramifications with, with doubles uh, and they actually don't have a double in their 18-19 period. So... They might guess, though, so I would I would not, you know, yeah, I would approach exactly. Portsmouth there. No, I would, they I wouldn't still have sell. good fixtures. Don't buy, don't sell. Triple up, right? Yeah. Triple. I, I I've tripled up, but that's because I was already on them from before. Yeah. I'm keeping Watkins, Grealish, and Martinez. Now the thing is, I think later on, I think maybe around 16. Uh, there's a there's a around 16, I think. So it's interesting for people on wildcard because around 16, if you are play, if you if you plan to play your free hit, then you don't need them because they they. Fixtures get tougher. However, if you don't want to play your free hit, I don't recommend removing Villa players. Uh, Grealish could, could deliver a game. I think they've got like Spurs and Chelsea and another tough game. But Grealish can do anything. Watkins, we saw at Arsenal, he's got, I mean, okay, well, Arsenal, maybe I'm not one of the top six right now, but, you know, scoring away from home, etc. And Martinez is a good cheap keeper. So you need, if you're not planning on using your free hit or wildcarding again, I wouldn't advocate moving Villa players right now or West Ham players because... They've got good fixtures uh, in 18, um, and it allows you not to use your free hit, if you really want. If that makes sense. I mean, they don't have a good fixture in 18. They play Tottenham. So. A fixture in 18, sorry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess the, the key thing there, so you're saying, you know, kind of hold fire in, in whatever respect. So, Morph, don't triple up as of now, if you're not already I think, I think they're going to have a double game week in, in, in 17 or 18. Yeah. They've got two fixtures to fulfil, and they're not in Europe. Right. So, yeah. Nothing. Um, okay, so then next part of this was Liverpool. So, Salah plus how many others as part of double game week 19? Should he be considering Trent, Robbo, Mane? Come to you, PJ. Um, I think a triple up. Yeah, on Liverpool is, is definitely viable, as we've kind of touched upon. I think the great thing about 
kind of week 19 um building a uh, building a squad is that there's a lot of cheap players in there which you can um you know populate your team with you know from like Leeds and West Ham who, who are obviously kind of doing very well uh I don't know about the Liverpool defense you know certainly not Trent you know Robertson again weighing in with an assist is just about providing value but they're just not keeping clean sheets um are they going to keep a clean sheet against you know Man United they might do are they going to keep one against Burnley probably but you know, yeah, you never know. You never know. I, I, I think probably Liverpool assets are too expensive to to triple up. I would probably just get Salah and then maybe maybe kind of one other. What do you think, Mars? Same boat? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm on the same boat. Um, definitely, I wouldn't double up on defence, but I think right now Robo is the better option until until we see Trent back to his usual self. Robo's taken some set pieces as well, a lot more than before. So a Robo Salah with other cheaper players around is is uh, is viable. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, and last one, so Spurs, Son, Kane, and many dots. Dyer. Uh, what is his obsession with Dyer? I just don't know. Dyer. I even own him. Wind us up. Dyer is Dyer. You know. Um, I, mean, I mean, Spurs have kept a few clean sheets. In fairness, this you know. I know. I think we're just hating him now, just for, on principle. Um, Does Stuart Dallas have more points, just to name a player at total random? I mean, Dallas has scored a lot, though. Um, he does. He does. He has four more da- points. Dallas had two. Dallas has scored two goals. Yeah, he does. Dia does have a lot more points than um, someone called Luke Ailing, though, Kylie. So. <laughs> we know. Um, Look, Spurs. Points on my bench. There's absolutely nothing can be said about not doubling up on Kane and Son. I know Ken blank today, but that's that's neither here nor there. It's a tough game for them. Always when you have top top six playing each other, it's a tough game. But if you want to, uh, they have some juicy fixtures from 16 onwards. And if you want to double up on Kane and Son, absolutely. Now they've also been quite kind of tight at the back, and that's that's the hallmark of a Jose team. Tight at the back counter-attack. So a defender, yeah, and I can see, look, joking aside, I know what he means with Dyer because Dyer has this, you know, set piece in him, either free kick or a header. But I do think Aurier might be a, a better option, maybe, if you want to go down that route because he could also get you an assist. Apart from that, to be honest, unless you go with the keeper, I don't really, uh, the other players either don't do anything exciting, points no, they've got, they've got, they've or got rotation. But but, you know, Spurs, Spurs are a real deal. You know, we know Jose's pedigree. He's got a group of players who are very well suited to his style of play. Um, Absolutely. You know, I, I think I think Spurs, I think the titles between Spurs and Liverpool, I think we, we saw a, a huge title match this morning, uh, this evening with Liverpool, unfortunately, winning at the death. But, um, you know, si, I think... Senor, I think, I think those are the two. Bobby and he yeah. will score. Oh, my God. OK. Yeah. <laughs> On an unrelated note, uh, he also wants to know what is the best wingman technique you've seen. Well, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a terrific wingman because you know I've, you know, being a wingman is is ultimately all I've all I've had after being in a, a single relationship for 23 years. So I, I've I've got many many a wingman story that I won't 
won't say publicly on this pod, but um, <laughs> probably uh, you sacrificed you know, yourself for the yeah. good. <laughs> we'll contact Morpheus privately to um, uh, give him give him some tips if that are. Obviously, he's a happily married man himself. So whether or not this is a kind of cry for help for Morpheus that he wants advice on how to be a more successful wingman, um, <laughs> in which case I'm here for him. Oh. Uh, always, always helping out in all scenarios. Yeah. Um, okay, so we, we move on. Uh, of course, Christmas is just about upon us. It's next week and we're getting into that thick period of crazy fixture congestion. Um, plenty of weak benches around. I, for one, have had back to back weeks with 10 players. I think Mars, you're the same. And scarily, that includes the non scoring, barely playing Brewster as one of the 10. Um, so that's a bit problematic. Given that we're coming into Christmas with COVID as well, uh, and players like Kilman who are, who aren't featuring anymore, who are some good Christmas buys to get you through the festive period? And I was going to suggest Ben Teke as like a stocking filler for some, <laughs> but you know, it's all gone downhill now. Yes, it has. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's not much out there. I, I you know, I mean, I, I found myself like, you know, kind of looking at kind of West Brom players because their fixtures are OK. They're probably, you know, you know, they've got that extra extra game as well because of, a, um, you know, the one which was called off. And I kind of wonder, hmm, yeah, OK, so their defenders get up for set pieces. But it's it's pretty thin pickings. We've, you know, we were spoiled last year with Lundstrom, weren't we? And we thought we might get it a little bit. It was Mitchell earlier. Then Kilman came from nowhere and was randomly dropped despite not doing anything wrong. Uh, and now is right behind Saiz in the pecking order again. Very odd. I can't work out Wolves this season at all. But um, so there's not really any kind of, you know, kind of standout kind of sub 4.5 million players that I'm kind of looking at and thinking, yeah, these are real people who will, we can kind of cram on our benches and, you know, fake people. As opposed to what? Fake people. Well, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. Do you have any suggestions? Um, I I have the worst bench I've ever seen. So, you know, how, how are you looking to improve it? I mean, you literally have a player who has is not even in the Premier League anymore. <laughs> yeah. so. oh, he's never had to come on for me. He's never had to come on for me. Yeah, he I'm did. Like, he has just lost value. But <laughs> he did in that. In, in, he did in the other game, right? When there was oh no, you played him. Sorry, you played him when yeah, yeah, I played him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I I actually what I have is the worst luck you've ever seen because I keep getting injuries that require that bench, and then suddenly out of nowhere. You know, I have Mazuaku injured and Kilman's out of favour and it takes a whole different tone after about a week. Um, I obviously need to address that. And given the fact that double game weeks are coming up, there is uh, it's worth for double the reason. It's worth my investing a little bit of attention into my bench because I can prep for the double, but also resolve some of those issues. And my team is sort of just about where, with, with a couple of tweaks where I, you know, where I want it to be going. Um, so it's very difficult if you're in a position where you're in, in fairness, whereby you're trying to move very small funds around. Well, if, you, if you've got a wild card, I think we spoke about this a couple of pods ago, yeah. that 
there are there is an awful lot of value in the kind of five to kind of six and a half million bracket um, in, in midfield and forwards. It's very easy to build a squad with three. I, I'm even looking at maybe just taking in kind of two two premiums or, or certainly maybe kind of Son, kind of Bruno and Salah because there's just so much value in that kind of uh, kind of mid-range bracket. You can fill the rest of your places with the likes of Adams, you know, Bamford, you know, kind of Watkins, Wilson. But then you've got like Ward, Kraus, Neto, Bowen, obviously Zaha, Grealish, Kilch, Fornells, Podence. These are loads of players who are outscoring the likes of Rashford, Mares, you know, all the Chelsea boys and sort of stuff. There's an awful yeah. lot of value there. So I think the, the route is actually kind of fill, spreading your funds, you know, a bit more liberally across the kind of whole team. What what there isn't is uh yeah these kind of four million or four point five million brilliant enablers this season. That what that's what we're lacking. Yeah, I think we had we, we had them with Kilman Mitchell. We got lucky at the beginning and they gone. Look, I think if we come back to the original question, you've kind of answered it just now, uh, PJ, because what you said is you know Mares, uh, a lot of these uh, expensive midfielders that are not delivering uh, week in week out are actually also rotation risk. Honestly, yeah, yeah. apart from KDB. Yeah. Over the, and I know sometimes we over-talk about rotation and actually Christmas is never as bad as we think. But maybe this time around, it could be because of the short Great. turnaround. And it, COVID, obviously. And, yeah, and COVID and everything. But City, for example, apart from KDB, I cannot tell you who will be playing. So I've decided, and like I've got a, midfield, a five midfield of KDB, Son, uh, Salah, Bruno and Grealish. And I, I'm pretty sure 99% of the time, these five will start. So I decided to go down that route. It's expensive, but it, I have the cheaper forwards, which allows me to have that. Um, again, I think, look, focus on the main players that you know will play minimum 80. There's a lot of minimum 80 to even 90-minute uh, men at the moment. And these are the players. If you're going to go for punts over Christmas, it needs to be one or two and you have a strong bench that you know will come on. And there's a lot of, yes, we don't have a formula, but we have West Ham, who foul 4.6. You have uh, Leeds. I know the, the defenders are talked a lot about a lot too much, but they're still not, not that expensive. You've got Brighton with cheaper defenders. OK, again, not the best, but Villa, West Ham, they, they have value in their defence. My plan, for example, right, I'm, I'm similar to you, Carly. I have Mitchell and Kilman and, and I have Lamptey. After the next game, I think I'm just going to go Lamptey plus Kilman and go to two 4.4 or 4.5s. So I have more uh, meat on the bench if I need I'll them. I'll be changing both of those as well. I can't do the Lamptey code. We really story. need to stop copying each other, Kylie. <laughs> uh, I, no, I'm getting rid of Lamptey and Kilman. That should not be surprising. I am Me probably too. not going to the same places as you. Well, let's see, yeah. Let's see where we finish. Because believe me, I looked at it. There's lot, a lot of options unless you have a lot of money in the bank. And I don't. I have I about point one. Are you going too far? Too far, however. I, I'm, going, I'm going a West Ham defender and somebody else. I don't know. I haven't well, really I already had a West Ham defender before he got yeah. broke. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the message, really. Focus on the... I know it sounds like a Michael Owen comment, but focus on the main talisman players that you know will play... With that shadow of that, the Kane, the Son, the KDB, the Salah, these guys will play every game. Yeah, and I think um, that very valid. And I think if you're combining the two points that you you were both emphasizing there, is that uh, while there isn't necessarily 
the the bargain basement options um, in the sense that we've always historically looked at for enablers because there's good value in uh, that reasonable range. You know, you're kind of six million forwards, you're up to sort of seven-ish something million uh, mids that are performing at a higher level. You can find a balance of players who are premium, are those kind of decent value picks, but they're all very stable options with the ability to perform well and they're key for their teams. So the reality is that they will play the maximum possible minutes that can be played for someone uh, within their team or within their position. And that's the best that you can hope for. Uh, Amara's like character isn't going to be that. And heaven forbid you go for a Torres or a Foden who certainly will bring you to tears. Um, Marzi, um, just a, can I ask just a quick question on, 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 a, on one cheap enabler that has potentially caught my eye is, is Jones at, at Liverpool. I, I thought he was fantastic again tonight, playing with real maturity. Is, you know, yes. are, are any of your midfielders going to come back over the festive period? don't think so. I can't see them coming back, and nor, nor will the defenders. He drives he, forward. He, he's, absolutely, he's absolutely. I mean, he's four point five. What, what, what a lovely punt to have. Um, yeah. Absolutely. If, if you, if, if you are, for example, let's say going Salah and Robbo, and you want to, th- you have a spot for a third Liverpool player. Absolutely, I think he'll play. He has. He also drives and takes. You know, today he had a couple of chances. He had a chance against Fulham um, yeah, last week. Uh, you know, you look at our midfielders. I'm, I, I can't see Cater playing in the tight games. I think he just loses to position too much, in my opinion, in the big games. He might play where we need to uh, against the low blocks, but he's made of glass, so he's in in out. Uh, Thiago won't be back, I don't think so, until the new year. Um, and then uh, with the defenders, Fabinho has to play at the back. So you've got Henderson and Ginny, they will play every game. And then the third is most likely will be will be Curtis Jones most of the time. Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, a definite enabler there, I think, yeah. Excellent. Just don't expect too much. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I think anyone expecting too much from their enablers uh, is is maybe expecting too much in general. Um, <laughs> okay, so game week plans and captaincy pick. Where are we at? I will come to you first, PJ. Um. It's a strange one because I, I I I made a very bizarre move this week, um, which has worked in my favour by bringing in Ferran Torres, um, who obviously then didn't play, uh, which I was moderately unhappy about. I wasn't really bothered; didn't, didn't make a big deal out of it or anything. Um, and they obviously, went yeah, just clarifying for listeners, did not did not come on, and and I've got Stuart Dallas off the bench. But now I'm thinking, well. You know, he didn't play at all. City were rubbish again. Um, surely he'll start the next match. And it's just kind of pep luring me in. And I just kind of feel like I can't transfer him out when he hasn't started two in a row. You know, City were poor. And I think Pep will want to change it up. So I, I, I'm kind of, I might roll, um, you know, Madison away to Tottenham is the other player. I, I probably won't. I might move out. Um it's a difficult one with the strikers this week. I think we're all in the same boat. I think we've all got Bamford and Adams now, and they're obviously away at the two Manchester clubs, which normally would be awful fixtures, but at the moment don't actually look that bad. So, you know, I, I assume... Adams, you're, you're, I don't have Adams. Goal against City, did he not? He did. He scored. That's yes, quite he did. At first home. goal, yeah. 
So I, I don't think I'm going to move them on. So I, I, yeah, it's it's one of Torres or Madison, and I might take a cheeky punt on someone, and and that will be it really. Um, I may well roll. Um, captain will probably be Fernandez um, playing Leeds. I'm expecting that Leeds Man United game is. Uh, I wish there were fans for it. It was the game I was looking forward to most this season when Leeds got promoted. I've missed Manchester United, Leeds United matches so much. Um, so I can't wait for that match. Uh, and Is I that think... because you're at the moment a level below Liverpool and you're not looking to those <laughs> games anymore? Or... No, I, I'm joking. The, the, the rivalry was always there between Leeds and United. Yeah. I used, used to love those games with the Smith and Viduka, Boya. And yeah. cool for Leeds and uh, the, the you know the, the the strong United teams. It used to be one hell of a game. Yeah, so I think I'll probably captain Fernandez with a little bit of sentimentality there as well. But I, I think that game will be uh, high scoring. So um, you know, I want a piece of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Uh, so for same captain for me at the moment. Uh, I'm just looking at my team. Uh, actually, so uh, after a few hits last last week, so this game week, current game week, I I only did one change. Um, and then I'm probably going to uh, carry over, use Lamptey's next good fixture, <clears throat> and then probably do a double change later or a minus four if needed, whatever we are, wherever we are. But yeah, uh, at the moment, it's uh, Fernandez captain with De Bruyne as vice. And I'm happy with uh, Watkins and Bamford up front. And yeah, I mean, Dallas against United is not ideal, but Dallas seems to pop up with goals when you least expect him to. Um, apart from that, yeah. I'm I'm fine. What about you, Kylie? Um, yeah, I I just I need to deal with Mazuaku. So I, I've got Lamptey there, who ultimately I don't want to be carrying into heavy Christmas period because I just don't have the confidence. I love him, but I just don't think that he is going to be able to play with consistency during very close together fixtures. I mean, we've already seen him miss out um, quite a bit. And you've always got that yellow flag saga with him, which is just a bit too much anxiety for me at the moment. Um, so I think what I will probably do is as much as I want to move on Mares, I have Mares and Sterling and, you know, that's ultimately I don't plan to carry both of those. Uh, I will deal with it, but I think I'm just, it, it's too hard to predict Pep. Um, so I'm just going to leave that for this one week and sort out Mazuaku, um, and I might just move Mazuaku to another West Ham defender. Um, I, I really like the way you say his name, Kylie. I don't know why, but every time. Why is it Mazuaku, not Masuaku? Masuaku. That's my accent. Don't, you know. Oh, no, I, I really like it. Actually, it's, it's, it makes it sound more, uh, more of an exotic name. <laughs> but this is like, you know, uh, you don't say Aussies. You say Aussies. You know, even I never thought of it, actually. S's, yeah. Right? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, never, so, does he have two S's in his, thing, in his name? No, but I mean, it's an <laughs> S. A, you're mocking my accent now. I, I actually really, I, it sounds really nice. And I was just wondering, why is it Mazuwaku, not Mazuwaku? Cool. I'm not mocking it. Mm-hmm. I, I mock you. I don't mock you. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I I just call him Arthur. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, I you know. Anyway, whatever. I'm calling him what I want. Um, yeah. Right, I'm just going to start calling him Bob from now on. Um, <laughs> so Bob's going. 
for someone else. Um, and as for captaincy, yeah, same situation. I think that I am probably going to captain uh, Fernandez because, I, you know, it's possible that I could be tempted if I had KDB. I don't. I have Sterling and um, just I don't know who is or isn't going to play there. So happy to own Salah, happy to have hopefully some form of city representation. But Bruno feels the right bet this week and hopefully he does something at home for once. Yes, hopefully. But it, it is Leeds, so I'm hopeful. Anyway, that is all that we've got time for on the show this week. We have been Kylie, who you can find at Kylie FPL, Mars, who you can find at Mars05, PJ, who you can find at Hindu Monkey, and, of course, the absent Don, who is at the Marple Curse. And, of course, please make sure that you follow our group account at Three Amigos FPL. And if you enjoy the pod, give us a five-star review on iTunes. It's a great way to show your support for the show. So thanks, as always, for listening and your continued support. Adios, amigos. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone. A brave amigo.